Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Mark O'Renick. He is a veteran of the advertising and marketing industry, and he has a new company that he has co-founded called Will and & Grail, and it's a purpose-driven company. He's going to be talking about that. And then an event that they just had in early March called Conquer for Good that really brings some of these purpose-driven companies together and tries to support and get the word out about what they're doing. Welcome to the show today. Thank you, Kelly. So happy to have you here, Mark. Let's talk a little bit about your background. Like I said, you have been in the advertising and marketing industry for as long as I can remember. And just tell us a little bit about how you uh, got to where you are now with Will and Grail. Yeah, well, it's good we both have short-term memories because it hasn't been that long, right? Um, <laughs> no, it hasn't been that long. You're right. <laughs> so uh, we founded uh, 20 years ago. I uh, spent some time in banking, and then with uh, my best friend, Dan Salva, we founded Salva O'Rennick, uh in 1996, and it was an agency grew, grew fairly rapidly, uh, in 5,000 lists, things like that. Uh, about uh, 2015, we were looking around, uh, where we were headed with you know the, the, our careers, um, and I had met a gentleman named Brad Lang who we had worked with uh, before at other agencies, and we decided that we were going to form uh, a new entity together uh, because if we were going to continue to work, uh, we wanted to do work that mattered. And we looked at the incredible uh, trend toward purpose, which is deeply meaningful and deeply human in our lives. And on April Fool's Day of 2016, we formed Will and Grail. Wow, April Fool's Day at that, huh? Well, we, that's a, the, it was actually 20-year anniversary of Salva Renick was on April Fool's Day. Was it really? Uh, okay, yeah. so this, so that that's great. Now, tell us about the, you talked about purpose. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how purpose is driving more and more brands. Right. And well, why, yeah, and why suddenly that is, well, for lack of a better word, a big thing. Yeah, I think, you know, we have to sudden. We think it's sudden uh, because we're we're waking up to it. But there's uh, a trend toward a better balance of money and meaning in our lives and purpose and profitability. You know, I often say that the argument of the 99% versus the 1% um, just doesn't really fly because all rich people aren't greedy and all poor people aren't lazy. So if we come to that, um, you know, conclusion, then what do we do to kind of help make the world better? Um, and if you look, it's really deeply meaningful. There's a Japanese uh, or a concept in Japanese culture called ikigai, and it's your uh, purpose, your reason to get up. Um, and studies have shown that people with a strong sense of purpose have a 20% decrease in mortality rates. Hmm. So if that's good for individuals, as we come together um, as individuals and companies, uh, it can create healthier, uh, longer-lasting, uh, more robust companies as well. So uh, millennials are looking for baby boomers, Gen Xers. We all want to work for companies that we believe stand for something um, that we can support um, and that we can believe what they say when they say they stand for those things. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's uh, 
maybe a bit of a perfect storm that has come together, not, you know, politically, socially, you mentioned the, uh, you know, 99% versus the 1%, but then millennials have this strong sense of having to, whatever they, they do has to have a purpose. And then you mentioned the baby boomers. And as you get older, you do start looking for that higher meaning in your life. And so they're just all kind of colliding uh, at once. And, and like you say, this is not necessarily new, but there's more of a, of a core to it now. There's more of a, of a um, what's the word that I'm looking for there? There's, uh, but uh, there's, there's a movement, you know. We, yeah, we exactly. And I, if, if you look at, um, we're just kind of new at this, but technology um, and humanity and how that interacts, um, you know, we tend, things are moving quicker and faster and we can become overwhelmed. You know, who, who had heard of a social media cleanse three years ago, right? But You're right. Now, now people are doing it all, all, you know, all the time. And so we have to continue to just um, look, look for ways that we can do things. And the fascinating thing is that this is not just a nonprofit thing, right? So mm-hmm. uh, being generous, doing good in the community is not just a nonprofit thing. It's not just a government thing. Um, and, you know, corporations are part of this, too, and we're seeing these fascinating trends um, toward kind of the blurring of lines between those those sectors um, and then also some other things that are uh, kind of driving uh, social innovation um, as we go forward. Exactly, and as you say, technology is, is uh, right at the heart of all of this and able to us to get the messages out faster to more people to spread the word and the people who get behind a brand and become those brand loyalists I mean people are even willing to pay more money to uh, support brands that have a purpose-driven mission and and uh, that's that's just fascinating that that people yeah, will do that absolutely the trend so 80 percent of consumers would switch brands um, all things being equal to one if they believe in their purpose uh, 70% would pay a premium, 50% of employees would take a 15% pay cut to work mm-hmm. for a company if they believe in their purpose. Um, you know, and you, you improve customer uh, loyalty and acquisition, and you improve employee loyalty and, and recruitment. Um, those are the magic numbers to make profits better, and purpose-driven companies are performing, are outperforming their peers by 300% over time. So, uh, it's real. I mean, there's a business aspect to it, so it's not just, you know, uh, soft and fuzzy. There is a real value in connecting authentically um, with a purpose, you know, the reason for existing and then your reason for doing uh, and having that align all the way through your brand experience. Yeah, and there's a key word there, authentic, because a consumer can smell they can sniff out something that's not authentic really fast. If you're a company that thinks, oh, I'm going to jump on this purpose-driven bandwagon, and then you really don't practice what you preach, you're not congruent, you know, you're not, your principles aren't in alignment, uh, then people are going to see that really fast and jump ship. So it, it's all about being authentic. It's not just some kind of a marketing movement right now. Right, and it's, it's consistent, you know, uh, consistency. You know, every... Uh, your brand, your company is, is uh, seen from the, the eyes of the consumers and the, and the world and the audience and the community and everyone who comes uh, in contact with you. So you have to consistently uh, look for ways to improve that, uh, to solidify that message, and, and just ask the deeper question, you know, if we stand for this, what does that mean? So our, at Will & Grail, our uh, why is to be a catalyst for intentional change that makes a profound positive impact on lives, communities, and the world. 
And when we look at our company as a catalyst, um, it activates things, uh, uh, creates a channel for us to do things like the event that we just had, Conquer for Good. Exactly. Let's talk about Conquer for Good for just a minute. That was held, was that on March the 2nd? Yes. Okay. Is that going to become an annual event? Uh, yes, it will. All right. Tell us a little bit about that event and, and what you hope to accomplish and what you think you did accomplish. Yeah, so what we saw was that there was this incredible movement um, toward purpose. Uh, we saw three forces that are really coming together, so entrepreneurial innovation, enterprise scale, and an egalitarian sense of, of good. And we also saw those lines blurring between for-profit, non-profit government. Um, and we can talk about it, you know, and, and a lot of the events and things talk about the legal structures. Do you need to be a B Corp or, you know, another a hybrid corporation to really do this? Uh, but we saw just incredible stories of people doing uh, this, right, of, of doing well by doing good in Kansas City, and uh, we wanted to highlight those. So folks like Gary White uh, at Water.org, who's solving the world's global water crisis, Jonathan Arnold, uh, second in Delaware, building the world's largest passive house certified structure. Uh, Cerner was there and talked about the, the great work they're doing in the community, and just so many social entrepreneurs who are really making a difference in lives. So uh, we held it at the Gem Theater, and it was uh, well attended. Uh, the buzz around it was really good, and I had I've had probably 15 people uh, tell me that was uh, very inspirational for them, and it made them want to get up the next day and uh, you know work a little bit differently to try to make the world a better place. So from from those aspects, um, I couldn't have asked for anything more. Sure. Now, was your primary goal, was it to attract business owners to show them how they can do business with a higher social purpose? Was it to attract uh, just the mass public so that they could understand when they support these kinds of companies, what kind of causes they're supporting? Was it all of the above? Or Yeah, it was all of the above. It, it's really about having a conversation and modeling this um, and, and continuing to do that. So, uh, we're going to continue to have an annual event here. We will do monthly events um, starting in May where we'll, we'll have uh, uh, an after-work thing uh, where we bring somebody in and they talk and we have more networking around it. Uh, the city of Kansas City is very supportive. Um, we're working with them um, in their innovation department uh, to try to really you know, talk about social innovation and, and what we can do together if we change it. Um, and then we're also looking um, at a couple other markets to go into uh, this year with Conquer for Good. Um, and our plan is to, to roll that out across the country and just be really a conversation starter um, in each of these markets where these stories are, that, you know, how many people did not know water.org is right. in Kansas City, right? Um, and and those, those exist everywhere. And we think just by having conversation around this that we will learn. Um, you know, we're all teacher and learner in our lives, and by sharing and, and communicating and, and seeing models and how other people are doing it, uh, we can inspire change and, and uh, over time, you know, see more people uh, get behind us. Absolutely. You mentioned something a few minutes ago, B corporations. Uh, there's a little bit of confusion around B corporations. In order to operate a company that has a higher social purpose, do you have to be a registered B Corporation? How does that work? No, you absolutely do not. It's it's a mindset more than it is, um, you know, a legal structure. So, for example, someone who spoke at the event is uh, Chase uh, McAnulty from 
Charlie Hustle, right? And he donates. People don't know it, but he quietly donates, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, uh, probably into the hundreds of thousands every year from the sale of specialty heart KC T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he is a for-profit entity, um, but they just have a, a, a good heart, and um, <laughs> so, so to speak. Um, and so they're, they're doing things just in that way. I, I think, it, you know, you have to want to make a difference. So we, we say that a purpose-driven company, and we've, we've defined it and we've created a metric called brand believability that we're uh, rolling out this year, but do you have a profound positive impact on lives, communities, and the world? And that should happen through any really business interaction that we have. For-profit companies have the ability to have that impact. They create jobs. Um, they create products that can make uh, a difference in people's lives. Uh, they help communities. They support, you know, the arts, many, many things like, like that. And so it is not just uh, the domain of, of one legal entity in our belief. Okay. What happens uh, next? I know you said you're trying to make this eventually a national movement that you'd like to take Conquer for Good on the road. Uh, just just locally, though, looking at Kansas City, in addition to the, well, because of these other types of events that you're going to have throughout the year, what is your goal for the end of this first year? Uh, at the end of, uh, 20, end of 2017? Yes, that, that's um, great, yeah. Yeah, so we so we want to uh, continue to have those conversations. Um, you know, we, we obviously would like to help as many companies as possible explore this. So we, we talk about the, the path that we take people down is to clarify their purpose. Uh, most of us have it. We know it. Um, it. It drifts a little bit. A lot of times there's a founding purpose when somebody starts a company, but as the company grows and the organization gets built out, it gets lost a little bit in the – the day-to-day um, aspects of the business. So clarify that purpose, really align it with positioning, and then create and model uh, brand experiences that can communicate that clearly. So that's that's one goal. Uh, secondly, we will have brand believability um, up and running in, in a significant way. So brand believability measures uh, the perception that someone uh, has of a company, and do they believe that they have a profound positive impact on lives, communities, and the world? That's going to allow us to put some benchmarks in place. That when we work with companies, um, it, it will track how they're doing along the journey. Because it's really not what you think or I think if we're running a company. It's what the the, the market uh, thinks, and that that puts meat on the bones. So what what you say, what you do, is is aligned to the marketplace. Uh, exactly. We'll get, we'll get the monthly events going um, as well. We'll, uh, we'll work on a few other things um, to really promote social entrepreneurship. One of them is an is a exploration um, education program that will help people uh, get introduced to the concept of social entrepreneurship and then work in a funneling process to define an idea um, and get to a lean canvas and things. That would make a make a business uh, ready to go into an incubator and accelerator, which is people doing great work around the city and that as well. So we're going to keep just pushing initiatives that uh, promote uh, social enterprise and, and purpose-driven companies. Okay, how would somebody stay in touch with you about these events that are coming up? These monthly events. Is there a newsletter that you can sign up for? Is there some sort of a notification system that you have? Yeah, so uh, they can follow us on on social media if they're so inclined. <laughs> if they're not okay. doing a cleanse, um, so uh, <laughs> they, can, they can follow us at Will and Grail. Um, 
and uh, or they can come sign up, uh, connect with us through our website, which is willgrail.com. And we do have an email list that we keep people notified but notified of. Uh, there's social media set up around Concord for Good as well, um, and so we'll we'll build a community around that and push information out that way too. Okay, so willgrail.com if you want to be notified of all these upcoming events and just become part of this growing community uh, so that you can stay in touch. One of the things you mentioned that you help some of these uh, people do is figure out what their purpose is. They they know they have a purpose, but sometimes it's really hard to hone in on it and get very focused with it. And sometimes, it, if I can go there, sometimes uh, it's misguided. And so you hear, for example, about people who will dump, and dump's not a good word, but will send uh, food or will send uh, items to disaster areas or to places where people are impoverished and they really can't use it. it it'll sit on the docks or it's the wrong kind of food um, or you're sending t-shirts but you're unwittingly putting some local person out of work who actually makes t-shirts. Right. Um, so so tell us about, do you give guidance in that area as well? Because there are a lot of good people out there who who want to make a difference, and yet their efforts really fall short unintentionally. So do you address that as well? Yeah, I think that's, I mean, in order for us to make lasting change, we have to do things that are, that are healthy overall for um, the, the population of the world. You know, one thing, we cannot... Uh, Face it on our, our lens, right? We have a very first exactly. um, <laughs> a view of things sometimes, and so we use we use a process called design thinking, which is uh, came out of IDEO in, in the late '60s, um, and it starts with empathy. It really starts with understanding um, the problem uh, that you want to try to help. We cannot solve a problem that we don't understand. So yeah. when you look at uh, you know if, if you're doing a buy one get one pr- or donate one program. In many cases, like Tom's Shoes, it was putting uh, shoemakers out of business. So Tom's reformulated their social impact um, program and, and changed, and I give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, so, yeah, so we have to look at the actual impact of what we're doing. Um, there's, there's movement toward uh, doing more integrated services, so not uh, just working to, to treat the symptom if, if, if there's hunger, but what is the cause of that? And how can we actually start to address that to lift people up out of poverty, um, be a hand up out of you know rather than just a handout, uh, and, and things like social impact investing and other ways to fund uh, microfinance, uh, things like that. Those are all coming to the table um, to really I think provide some lasting solutions. But it has to be designed with the um, you know the person in mind and what's actually going to make a difference in their lives. Exactly. So again, if you have a desire to plug into this growing community here in Kansas City and eventually nationally as they continue to grow uh, Will Grail and as they continue to have these events around Conquer for Good, you can go out to willgrail.com and sign up for the newsletter or you can follow them on social media. Mark, it's been wonderful having you here today and thank you for all the good work that you do. Well, Kelly, thank you for, uh, thank you for being part of the conversation and uh, helping us get the word out. Absolutely. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Twitter at ithinkbigger or on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>